you are listening to Let's Go, the Weezy Anime podcast about weekly anime from Dynamite in the Brain and Secret of the Sailor Madness. So come along and hang with the Let's Go gang. It's Gwaine. Hello. Niles at his second wedding of the summer. And it's me, Brian. It's the summer of love. But when isn't it? It's too fucking warm. That's, yeah. that's the problem. It's got to then watch out. It, for it, the... it makes people make long-term commitments. That's <laughs> the, the problem with heat. The winter of divorces. Uh... <laughs> Oh dear. On this episode, we are covering anime that aired the week of the 12th to the 18th of June, 2022. Except for this thing that we're about to talk about. The thing I wanted to talk about last week. <laughs> Do I remember about anything about it this week? Let's find out. Tiger and Bunny Season 2, Episode 11. Every cloud has a silver lining. Hmm. In which uh, we've got our bad guys. What are they called? Fugan and Mugen. Yeah, I've forgotten which one's which, but um, they have paralyzed or uh, not paralyzed. That's not the proper term because um, they're like they're fixed like like stone um, yes. Two of our heroes again, which doesn't appear to be what their powers do. So we still don't know how the fuck they're doing that. <laughs> yes. Uh, and they're not able to do it for the rest of this episode, which makes me wonder mm. whether it's their dad's. Next yeah, like they bring him the superheroes and he he um petrified, that's the fucking word. Couldn't think yes. of it. Yeah. Because yeah. what they've actually their actual power is is teleporting or warping as they describe it, and mm. it's kind of like uh, uh well, he reflects it, your damage back at you, so it's like bishops yeah. rather than Sebastian Shaw's. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But it is one of those, along with teleportation, it's one of those very cheap in the playground superpowers that's just like, no, no, I take the damage you give me and I put it back on you, which is, yeah. I guess you could just, like, their plan is to capture that motherfucker, which is like, yeah, that's that's a good plan, just holding him the fuck down and um, that'll do it. Yeah, so it's Rock Bison. Um, Rock Bison's uh, trying to Golden cheer up Ryan. everyone else at the gym. Blue Rose yeah. and the new kids. Those are who the characters we're following this episode. It's... Oh, and the the cash, the cat girl. Yeah, she's. I'm, I'm included here in the new kids. She's oh yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, you're yeah. quite right. She is new as well. Um, yeah. but yeah, uh, Golden Ryan and Blue Rose are. He's helping her, like I guess, move out. Not move out of her mams, but I guess move into the superhero thing because you know. They're, yeah, they've they're been told a... they all got a report. To this location because it would be safer if we keep you all together. Yeah, exactly. You'd be able to re- respond to the situation quicker. Uh, no. she wants. She wants to go and see one of her friends who's debuting as an idol. Um, hmm. and Golden Rise like we could go. She said, "No, no, no, we shouldn't go. We could go. It's on the way. We could go and stop and uh, take a look at it." Uh, yeah, really basically just like. Yeah, he's trying to be a solid fucking dude because he's like, yeah, sorry, I've been thinking about protecting you. And I mean, like, we're partners in this. I should see you as an equal. I was kind of seeing you as a woman to be protected. And that's my own fucking hang up. And I'm working on it. He's he's being a sound dude. He's trying to do better. And he's like, we can't let these evil villains control our lives. Um, so they do check out the thing in the park. And Brock Bison is cheering up all the kids at the gym because yes. they're kind of like, uh, they're all blaming themselves and he's just like well i was there at the hospital and i could do nothing about it so you know there's no point in trying to lament over not what you can change in the past it's just like we need to figure out how to do this better and yeah he talks them all out of it and then the lads teleporting behind him it's like we're here now (laughs) (laughs) 
Damn it. Uh, it's all going so well. It was. Uh, yeah, and... Uh, oh, yeah. Magical Cat's mum's like, well, now your partner's in a coma, so you a chance to climb up the ladder of being a superhero. God, she's such a prick. Oh, <laughs> my God. Yeah. She's, this is the first time I've ever heard her be happy in any fucking regard. <laughs> and it's because her partner has... Her child's partner has been uh, hospitalised. Yeah. Madness. Uh, Jimmy Olsen runs into... Uh, Tiger at the, Tiger at the hospital. Yeah. At the hospital. And, he agree- and he's like, hey, Jimmy Olsen, would you keep an eye on Barnaby for me? Because, um, you know, I, I'm not, I'm going to be away for a bit. And Jimmy Olsen's like, well, I was going to check on it in on him anyway. So, yeah, that's that's grand. And I'm, I've got nothing to do here in the hospital. So it's it's all, that's working out great. I assume nothing will go wrong there. <laughs> I, I, I do appreciate that Jimmy Olsen is <laughs> not the bad guy in this thing. He's actually trying to do good things. But even his boss, who shows up to presumably bring him bananas in his convalescence and starts eating the bananas as well because he is a piece of shit. <laughs> He's kind of like, uh, good news, your power boosts next powers. It doesn't give people next powers, it boosts them. Who, hey, who are we working for, boss? I don't have to tell you that. <laughs> yeah. uh, talking of things which I'm sure will definitely work out well. Mm. Um, the uh, lady from Ouroboros, whose name I'm not sure we've ever been given, the, the client. Oh, you know, I'm not sure, yeah. Uh, I think we've got, got a code name, maybe, at most. Has mm. got herself another person to experiment on. Uh, somebody a little bit more promising than uh, the blue-eyed mouse they had before. In what seems to be an incredibly bad idea from what we have briefly learned to this man earlier in the series, Gregory Sunshine. Hmm, hmm. So this With the was power the guy... to hug you and make your powers go wild. Yes. So this is mm. the guy which uh, ruined Golden Ryan's life at his previous team, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Pre- uh, previously. So yeah, I'm sure this is going to go absolutely fine for Ouroboros. I like the fact that Nikolai, uh, the kid's uh, dad, dad <laughs> so to speak, uh, is he really does not have... Uh, good feelings about this woman and her plan because she's constantly referring to his two boys as um as pawns, pawns. and he, yes. he's like they're not pawns like he doesn't say what they are to him but there's clearly like he's he's a bit more involved with the people who he work for him than she is um uh and again we get the the kind of background of those guys trying to not rob a restaurant but like they robbed a bunch of wallets and they were going to pay the money for the restaurant in, in this episode and we get some next hatred where the dude pulls out a shotgun on two next yes. children um, and he kind of like is in the restaurant and puts down his papers like hey shut the fuck up and cut back to that guy kick the shit out of and uh, his shotgun messed up on the ground he's like now you kids you need to dress smart and be, and be right and all that kind of thing and that's why they try and clean themselves up later on in the massive fight that they get into in the gym <laughs> Yeah, um, mm. and this is why I was getting the impression. This is why I was getting the feeling. Oh, like maybe that orphanage isn't specifically an Ouroboros orphanage. It's something where next next kids. Yeah, yeah, could be. Uh, it, it would be a good place for Ouroboros to scout from for sure. Yes, yeah. um, and probably also the hero system as well. Yeah, exactly. De- definitely yeah. something that power people involved in power stuff would be very much self concerned with. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so then they attack the once all the heroes except for Barnaby and Tiger are all in one place. Uh, yeah, the pair of them cause mm-hmm. all sorts of trouble, and uh, but then the heroes cause all sorts of trouble for them. 
Mm, mm. Or particularly the uh, the adults in the room do because they're trying to get the kids out of the building. Um, mm, um, because yeah, they they do the dick move of teleporting to the um, uh, Blue Roses' friends' recital and teleport her and Golden Ryan is like we need more heroes to fight. It won't be fair unless it's six on two. Um, wait, was that right? Six on? Uh, yeah, six they on needed two. more. Yeah, it yeah, was six yeah. on two. Uh, Rosicky is the lady's name. Sigourney. Right. Um, okay. Yeah, but I'm not sure they've ever said it in the show. Mm. Um, yeah, I did so... like Rock Bison's thing of like, we I need to evacuate you kids out here because, well, at, at that stage, um, he is, Thomas has one of his arms fucked up. Um, and he's just like, yeah, you guys aren't quite ready for this, so I'm going to punch out this window and throw all of you out yeah. the window. You're superheroes. You can handle it. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you can figure out. <laughs> there's, no, there's nothing wrong with running away. Uh, and yeah. then, meanwhile, yeah, Blue Rose and uh, Golden Ryan have led whichever one it is who's got the damage reflection into a trap where they just crush him under a giant block of ice. Hmm. And uh, try, just trying to play keep away between him and the, the teleporting guy, but they can't manage to keep them apart, so they manage to escape out of that. Yes, and when they get back, they're like, yeah, we'll take that drug, because we've just suffered our very first defeat we've ever suffered, and we feel really bad about it now. Um, yeah, your one's like, hey, you want this cool drug that boosts your powers? And the dad's like, mm, I don't know. They're like, yeah, it sounds good. Sounds good to me. But now uh, they're glowing purple rather than blue, so presumably yes. that's bad. Yeah. Uh, and meanwhile, uh, Tiger and Yuri are rushing to the location, because they've seen it on the news, that what's going mm-hmm. on. Um, but by the time they get there, the twins have already got there again and defeated our three heroes. Uh, yeah, they've defeated Blue Rose, Golden Ryan, and Rock Bison. But uh, the the other three kids are in an ambulance getting patched up. And but also they've kidnapped them and taken them to Nikolai. They did take them uh, directly to their dad. And yeah. the, as your man explains, his power like reflects power the power back before he even takes any damage. And the other guy explains that his teleportation is now more whoosh than it was before. Yes. I'm not sure how you can improve on his power. Honestly, it's very good. No, so, uh, yeah. yeah, he just feels good to him. But it's got mm. a little bit faster. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, I'm going to get the feeling that Yuri's going to put on that lunatic costume very soon. <laughs> because, yeah, like, Wild Tiger was kind of like going up to him and was like, Chief, we got to do something about this. We can't just sit down. He's like, mm, I could do something about it, but it involves me being like an anti-hero. Oh, and I don't want to do it because, yeah, he doesn't want to get caught or whatever, I assume, yeah. Yeah, well, or oh, he's putting it behind him. Exactly. I, he's I he's trying if, to actually focus on the hero program. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if learning the Ouroboros is involved will be the thing which. Uh, yeah, to pull him out of him. it. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. um, uh, yeah, there's, there's nothing like the corruption inside the hero system this time around, is there? Because she's just, she's just acting like some sort of businesswoman as opposed to anything tied up specifically and there's no clues that she's like involved in one of the sponsors or anything yeah yeah um, um she's funding medical experimentation for the greater profit of ouroboros in a non-specific way yeah 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 again it's very hard to tell exactly what ouroboros wants because different members seem to want entirely different things um, and maybe that's kind of the point like there are yes a, 
generalistic terrorist organization, yeah, but they have very different guess, individualist goals. Yeah, I guess it's a bit like Hydra in the Marvel Universe uh, yeah, yeah. comics, where you've got like eight different leaders and each one's got their own department, but they're all like not necessarily all pulling in the same direction. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, good fun super. This I think this was probably the best superhero fight stuff from the series yeah. so far. And ironically, they don't none of them ever put their superhero suits on for the entire episode. Yeah, um, the only CG guys we get are the are the twins. Yes, obviously. yeah. Mm. Um, and they're fun villains because they're so childish. Um, it's the it's the thing of like you kind of see a lot of people trying to make more complicated villains and vi- villains were oh, from a certain point of view they're the hero of their own story it's like no just just make someone who's a selfish little piece of shit make them a literal fucking child like in this thing and it's just like yeah that makes a good villain because you can't reason with that yeah and hmm. uh, the, they've never been led astray but it seems like they've been led astray for their own survival yeah and one of the things that kind of pushed them that way was the the next hatred in the first place. Yeah, and yeah. The, and you've got the idea of like, okay, Nikolai's bad, but Sigourney's probably worse because she's not yes. treating people as human beings even under her own employ. Uh, yeah, then, that, the, that chief medical researcher guy is constantly getting like experimented on to see how yes, they can, how weird they can make his fingernails grow, basically. Yes, because yeah. that's how they test out Gregory's boosted abilities by mm-hmm. giving him a strapping beat. him to a chair and having Gregory hug him. Yeah, and I see that's going to be her downfall is the fact that she doesn't see people as beyond pawns is that she can't see yeah. that she probably can't comprehend of just how dangerous Gregory Sunshine is probably going to turn out to be. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Based on what we know and what Golden Ryan knows, um, yeah. Um, so that should be fun. It should be fun to see everybody's plans fall apart over the next two episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is kind of what I want in any sort of crime story. Is particularly when you've got criminals who aren't. I like a crime story where the criminal conspiracy isn't all running in the same direction. And where it's not running smoothly, people are running at loggerheads against yeah. each other, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, that's mm. that's going to be fun. And I guess now it's going to be a Barnaby Tiger and Yuri story because there's yeah, no, yeah, because Barnaby oh, there's does the wake up at the end as well. The three kids, I guess, yeah, yeah, it'll, it'll be their chance to step up as well, obviously. Mm. But uh, yeah, so and this was a good showing for like the all the old heroes kind of got their good their showings in in the last two episodes. And uh, mm-hmm. head towards the finale over the next two. Mm. Then we got Birdie Wing, Golf Girl Story, Episode 11, No Matter How Tall the Weed Grows, It Will Never Reach the Sun, Training Montages. I, I liked the, the title of this one because I thought it was, the way it seems to be like, it's the um, the cap, the golf club captain, I think she yes. is. She uh, is yeah. yeah, I wasn't sure if she was captain or manager, and I was like, no, the other guy's the manager. Um, I, I thought she was like hazing. Um, Eve, so it's just like you're a weed. You'll never see this, and it's like no, but she turns that back, you know, on herself. Yeah, it's her. And I was like, that's nice. That's, I, yeah, I did, I did appreciate that. She's the weed in this scenario. Um, oh, and sorry. also, all the trading montages. It's like, yeah, you can hit that ball perfectly onto the green, but I'm going to pick it up and fuck it into the bunker, just because you need to practice if you fuck up more so than if everything goes well. That's more important. An absolutely filthy golf in you end at the start of the episode. <laughs> 
Um, that and the bit where your one was standing literally in front of him and says, "Hey, she's got this is custom golf gear, like Char's custom fucking." It's like you can't just you can't just say that in the show. That's that's got to be illegal, right? Um, <sighs> we also have the caddy like rubbing herself up against golf clubs. Um, that's true. She is horny for golf. Um, in general, yeah. Uh, yes. Yoi is horny for Eve. She wants to know where Eve is. Where's Eve? <laughs> uh, she's training. And yeah, it's like two thirds of the episode are just Eve training, uh, which is fun because they make it interesting. There's the inter- when she gets stuck in the bunker uh, of the, like making fight, make, built, making herself some f- footing by dropping loads of golf balls in the b- bunker and standing on them. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a clever visual. Uh, that I don't think I would have ever considered uh, hmm. doing. But yeah, basically she's trying to get her up to speed so she can go up against the best golfer there is in the tournament. Because Eve will be basically taking uh, her place um, in the doubles tournament. Yes. Um, and her her thing is that she she worked really hard for it and she worked herself too hard and she's got golfer's elbow which keeps flaring up, which means she'll never surpass that plateau. Like, it'll it'll always get thrown out now and again. But she can make sure that Eve is trained enough to be better than her. Because Eve's got more raw talent. And, like, you know, you know the sports things. You know how it works. Yeah. Uh, we also meet Aoi's grandfather. <laughs> He's a bit of a weirdo, all right. Because initially that's the thing preventing Eve and Aoi from um, golfing. Because Grandpa's like, hey, come in, come visit Grandpa. And she's off in a huff, but he's like, I bought your favorite suite from that one place that you like. And she's delighted. And then obviously Eve has to go off on a training arc <laughs> during this episode. So that more things to prevent them playing golf with yes. each other. Uh, does the mum make a brief showing in this one? I can't remember. Uh, they mention her. They always mention her, and they kind of cut to her in an office or looking out a window or whatever the hell. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, more importantly, uh, there was a tweet from the official account indicating that this is just season one of the. Okay. Movie. Good. 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 Um, so it doesn't look like it will be over with the. Uh, and uh, and yeah, and then they have like a warm up. They've got to do a warm-up poll and then more lewd comments about her 48-inch club. <laughs> I'm fine with this horniness around what are essentially like fucking underage girls because it's all directed towards golf. It's it's golf is the yeah. thing that should make your nine-wood swing. I don't fucking know golf pun. Um, you know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I was... It's worse when you've seen uh, some of the writers of their output. Um, <laughs> okay, but, fair enough. And then you're like, ah, oh, stop, you're being horny again. You've been horny in the golf anime. Mm. It, and weirdly, it feels a lot hornier now. It's away from the sexy golf snake woman. <laughs> we just turned out was like, I mean, that dude was into it. But other than that, yeah, she just seemed fairly sound out. Yeah, it's weird that, yeah, they've got away from the openly lascivious uh, woman who was using her sexuality to win golf. She's using pheromones. Her, her yes. sexual stink is putting you off your game, basically. Yes. But this is more horny somehow. Yeah, yeah it's incredible. Yeah, somehow more horny. But it's because mm. they're hornier for golf. 
There's, there's, yeah, there's yeah. multiple That's characters the now. There's two characters who are horny for each other, and they've also yeah. added this other character who is super horny for golf itself. And then <laughs> there's just the suggestion that everybody else is also horny for golf. Yeah, I mean, like the constant thing of trying to keep Aoi and Eve apart is golf is their relationship. Golf yes. is the golf is sex to them. I don't fucking know. It's weird and it's weird to think about, but like that's definitely how it's framed, been framed before. And even in this one where they have to play like a, a hole to um, to kind of prove to the class that Eve deserved the spot, they're, they're like the ribbon on each other and they're kind of just like it, they're playfully playing golf as well and yes. just like this is it's a weird amount of sexual tension in this golf, golf game. yes <laughs> exactly yeah yeah then it's your boy komei episode 12 Aiko's song she sings her song it no does way. its job it gets the hmm. it, it has two jobs to do it has one job get him over a hundred thousand votes hmm. the other job is to get into Namamin's heart and so she can follow her musical career the way that she wants to. Mm-hmm. And he does, uh, from across the street, it convinces uh, Azalea to throw away their masks. Well, initially, uh, they, they, you, you one basically says, like, hey, everyone stop booing. Let them play. Let them play! Um, which, yeah, gets, gets them their 100,000. But Azalea throw away their masks. They go, like, yeah, we were also putting ourselves through this shit for you because you're our friend who we enjoy music with. So let's let's get the band back together. And somehow those costumes are, they feel so much, it feels like just taking the masks off makes them seem skimpier, even though they're exactly yeah, the same costumes weird, they were right? previously. Yeah. I, I think it's the, 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 the mask that covers the eyes and the fact that they, they stay very pole-faced when they're... Um, yeah. When they're playing, it's just like there's no emotionality to it. And I think also be- they're, they were outfits designed to dance in, not play yes. musical instruments in. Although I, I, there was some really nice animation where they clearly uh, modeled that's, people that's in these I costumes mean. playing music. Yes, because the way your one's cape moves, I was just <laughs> like, "Damn, that looks fucking great." Yeah, uh, that's what I'm, that's that's kind of what I was getting at. It's like, yeah, the yeah. costumes become skimpier when you see them moving more realistically. Uh, yeah yeah they're, they're not doing the the idle kind of pose that everyone's doing the same dance it's just someone fucking jamming on guitar yes. and it's like yeah now need a, a swim what is essentially a swimsuit i mean like possibly a, a less less that. than a swimsuit in one case for sure yeah 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 um, um god uh yeah it, it definitely looks worse for it hopefully they can ch- fix the whole costume situation yeah i those... assume i assume they will yes and um, then they go to the after party <laughs> they have a chat on the roof the series is over. Wait for season two. Yeah, yeah, and um, I, I did like the way a lot of the after party was was framed. It was very well done because it was partially done as um, kind of like the the end sequence where we see them all hanging out at the club um, that we've seen up to this point. There, there's some framing that's very similar. It has like the two guys cheering and that kind of yes. thing. Um, but I, I think my favorite one was Kome, um, uh, kind of. Locking in the manager, it's like, haha! I looked up your past. You were in a glam metal band. You appreciated their metal thing, and you you lost your way. And I'm gonna get you back on the right way. And he gets the manager to admit a lot of shit, while the girls are immediately to his right. And well, he, just he, thinks look over. That he thinks they're over there talking to. Aiko yeah, he's because been, Aiko's I assume Kome three... has put three um, yeah girls who look like them from behind, wearing similar but not the same clothes. So you could easily make that uh, assumption. It was it was very well done. Yeah. 
It is. The photo of the band, I was like, mm. I was a little, I was a little, because the, there's the band Scanch, who mm. Roly was a member of, and they don't exactly resemble them, but they kind of resemble them. And there was, okay. there was somebody in that band who had an injury falling down a set of stairs. Uh, and that kind of sort of ended her career. She did reunite with the band uh, mm. later. And I was like, is that what they're referencing? If it is what they're referencing, should they be referencing it in the terms of this character? Uh, but we don't really learn as to exactly where... He, it, his grudge isn't due to his disability, it appears to be. But unless you make that connection like I did, and then you're like... Yeah, mm, yeah. A little while. I mean, it, I think Cormie says something about the band betrayed you. and Yeah. Is this- yeah, which I don't it's, think was it's, the case it's not said, but it's kind of it could be implied. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, I was like, ah, are they drawing on something real there or not? I don't know. It, it's uh, but I guess he's he's on the girl side now, so they're all a team. They're going to push Azalea for doing it right this time as a band because mm. um, uh, the, the new Azalea. Yeah. Yes. Oh, and um, Cormier actually changes his move of stealing a uh, hundred thousand arrows of returning a hundred thousand. Yes. Because <laughs> uh, I assume like he kind of subtweets them and he makes sure that their new the, the new concert that they put on on that day uh, got a lot of attention and it did. Uh, so a lot of the old fans came back and literally came out onto the street. It's like I heard you guys was playing. <laughs> Would you yes, do an but- encore? Because we learned that one of the two fans who were like the audience in the audience. God, those fucking fans. Your one is just like, I'm just obsessed with this one person's band. The other guy's like, mm, yeah, this is like their old stuff. And it's like, yes. oh my God, I fucking yeah. hate these people. Well, I know, but it was like, <laughs> he'd he been with them for day one. And he's just, yeah, yeah. he likes the band so much, he's moved along with whatever they've chosen to do. And your one's uh, delighted by like a, a kind of a, a side of Azalea she wasn't familiar with. It's just like, this is actually better that her favorite member of the band is actually showing emotion and that kind yes. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the, I, I like when Eco singing a song, I like the cut to the, the manager of the club uh, sobbing in the tr- cab of the truck <laughs> because it's like a reminder because it's like, it's never mentioned beyond the one time that he saved Eko's life. Yeah, it's never yeah. something she goes back to. But it's obviously something on heavy on his. He's like taken that weight off her by giving her the yeah, job the, and supporting giving her, her a job in the club and supporting her career and like really looking out for her and kind of uh, promoting her and pushing her um, as much as he could. Like yes. he's so happy at the end of this. Like he's like, "Hey, drinks are on the house. Come on, everyone, party up!" Because um, he's he's just so happy. He, his essentially fucking daughter that he's taken in um, yes. is doing very well for herself. Yeah. Yeah. And I like nice. the fact that it, it just gives you that one thing early on in the series. It's just mentioned mm. the once and it's never dwell on again, but then to see it at the end of the series of like how much it means to him as well. Was, yeah. 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 was a very good storytelling. And what is slightly less believable storytelling is the music producer being the one to hit the final <laughs> like to take them to 200,000. <laughs> he was just waiting. I was like, uh, now, go. Uh, <laughs> he was just waiting for his flight to not be delayed by this uh, fog that had come in to um, make this, oh, what do they call it? The legendary battle of, um, it's outside the studio that uh, on the corner. Like in the same way, this was like the battle of Red Wall or that kind of thing. This is, we're going to be another famous music battle, basically. Go down in the annals of music history. And then you got to come down. They want you to sing the ending credits. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, yeah, it, it really is like this, the back, like the first half. You get two really good songs, um, and then the back half is just a big fucking party. And I was just like, yeah, I'm fine with that. That's that's a good way to do it. Yeah, we still don't know what the other plan was that he didn't implement. So I guess that might mm. he might have to implement that one day against a uh, more dangerous foe. Mm. Um, mm. But yeah, he's also talking about how nice it is to uh, not have to live in a world where his skills are being used for actual war. Yeah, um, for something more positive. When Ego heads back down, he's like, come on, we'll go down the party. He sees the ghost of his former master, his lord, and he's just like, yeah, you did you did good. <laughs> you did good, Kobe. Like, so Kobe was walking down, and he turns to the camera and says, that's fucking part one. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I hope it does well enough that we get a part two, because Boy, I mean, I like Birdie Wing. I don't know, lots of people yeah. think Birdie Wing's the best. Oh, Birdie, Birdie Wing's like a, a huge amount of fun. Yeah, it's a yeah. huge amount of fun. But this is so polished, and the translation yeah. is so good, particularly the rap, the rap episode. It's just a really yeah. Because we you were worried about your man for a while because he's not like uh, yeah. he's a voice actor turned rapper rather than a rapper turned voice got, actor. When he's got a beat, he's mm. perfectly serviceable. And yeah, he's yeah. the rapper. And I guess you could excuse the street rapping stuff because he's trying to get his mojo back at yes. that point. Um, mm-hmm. He's supposed to be off at that point. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, excellent series. Uh, trying to think what came earlier in the winter season. Is this my favorite thing of the year so far? Uh, it might be. Let me have a look. What, what else? I wouldn't be surprised. Like, like you say, it's it's a really gorgeously put together show. Like, a, a sound design, a visual design is great. There, there's some real beautiful animation flourishes. Um, but it not the whole time. It knows when and when to use them and where. Um, yeah, and even just saving that song. It's been like teasing it for um, yes. what three episodes, four episodes now. Um. And it still worked. And even then, the song afterwards, I, I think I enjoyed more because, you know, I like instruments and shit like that. Um, I was just like, yeah, that's that's nice, too. It was a nice contrast between the the kind of um, electronic from the to the rock kind of thing of them just playing on their own instruments. Um, yeah, then pretty well done. We've got The Demon Girl Next Door, episode 10. The un- Is this the right episode? Uh Oh, Maybe I put uh, in the wrong episode now. I don't know. Maybe it is the right episode. Uh, I think you're right. But just the title. Uh, the Ancestors Dojo, Demon Kind's Ultimate Weapon. It is, yeah. That's it's, it's actually a very minor part of the it's episode. It's the second part of the on. episode. That's yeah. what threw me. Because I was expecting yeah, yeah. the two-part things to be one part of the title to refer- reference the cockroach mm. situation at the first half. <laughs> <laughs> so the first half of the episode, they tried to get rid of a cockroach in Mikan's apartment. And yeah, she hasn't gotten used to the bin schedule, so she has a bunch of rubbish piling up, and uh, yeah, that's going to bring in the bugs. Yeah, I can relate to that, as I currently have a fruit fly problem in the, my kitchen. Uh, as oh, I they're the get. fucking worst. Yeah, always seem yeah. to get at this time of the year, so I've got the old um, apple vinegar out to lure them to ah, their doom. Very nice, very nice. Um, but maybe what I should be doing is drawing some magical circles. <laughs> They're effective for a short amount of time. So I, I did like, I, I appreciated the thing of um, our, our demon girl not actually being scared of bugs because it's like, well, they don't even bite you. So I'm used to bugs coming in because we live in, what's it, they, they keep calling the apartment complex med to look like it's abandoned, which she is always insulted by. Yes. 
Um, but she, she, as a demon, she associates with bugs because they're unwanted pests that people try and exterminate, like demons. Um, and it's just like cockroaches are fine. We just, get, I'll give you these tissues and you can pick them up and just put them outside. And he's like, I'm not fucking touching that thing. I'm going to smash it as use, soon as I fucking. You could use mm. one of these baggers. You could make a bagger and scare them off. I was like, mm, oh, mm. it's been a very long time since I made one of those. <laughs> I can't remember how to make them anymore. It's been that long. Yeah, I've forgotten how to fold them that that way. Um, yes, and also she's folded all her flyers that she gets through the door into little boxes so she can put the rinds from various citrus fruits without, into them <laughs> without having to get up each time. Little miniature bins that you can fold up and throw away on their own. I was like, yeah, that's a pretty good plan, especially if you if you gather a lot of detritus yes. like that, basically. You, yeah. If your diet appears to be mainly different types of citrus fruit. Um, uh, the closest equivalent I think we have is near the kettle. We have um, like we have an ashtray. Neither of us smoke, but uh, we drink a shitload of tea. So it's like that's where the fucking tea bag is going until I put it out in the bin. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not big. At least I'm not my grandmother and saving my lard. Gotta save the lard. <laughs> Any dripping? Put all the dripping in a pot. Uh, to, to be fair, I've had some of that like same drippings, and it can make really nice fucking shit. Um, so I get the appeal. Mm. Uh, so that's the first half. The second half is: uh, Do you remember when you were in the dreamlands, uh, you, Shamako? You were able to produce a super powerful weapon. Maybe mm. you can do that in the real world. Uh, why don't you go outside and make a three-kilometer pole? I, I want to see if you can break Earth's atmosphere, and the, the the it seems to be like a difference between she can make a thing if she can imagine it, and her imagination is very limited. And I mean, like I say, limited. Like she makes a fan for herself to try and convince. Um, it's like, hey, be, come to the dark side, and it's like a fan's not a stick. You said you could only make things that are stick. It's like a fan is a stick. What are you talking about? <laughs> So it's like it's her own perception that she needs yes. to change. As to what and they look commit. up the definition yeah. of a stick, and then she realizes a fan isn't a stick, and then the fan disappears, turns back <laughs> to the fork again. Uh, then yeah. Momo suggests that maybe you could make a pair of golden uh, chopsticks, and we'll and we sell, sell one, one of them, and we'll see what happens when you do the dispel. Mm. Are, you, are you just supposed to be a good girl, Momo? Are you sure you haven't permanently turned to the dark side? I mean, like, it's definitely implied in this episode that, and, and the last few that she's kind of, like, leaning that way. And even the ancestors, like, yeah, I would also like to see if we can make money out of this fucking situation. Mm. Uh, but no, the ancestor has a great idea. If she can't imagine it here, we can train her in my domain. And Yeah, we take her into she's... the dream world because she's more powerful there. Yeah, yeah, and then once she's trained up, this was similar to the magic circles in the first half, is the reason why Momo was getting her to do these multiple magic circles. It's because everyone she did, she was getting a slightly bit more magical. Um, yeah, it's kind of like building up muscle, just repeatedly yeah. doing a magical thing. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, you go to that dimension. She can take that's the little sister if she wants to go. Uh, also, they have reassured the viewer before this happens is that we'll be seeing the pair of them later in the episode. <laughs> I did appreciate that, where it's just like, hey, don't worry about it. I'm going to be here later. You, you, I do have a bit in this episode. Yes. So, um, yeah, she does. There's also a bit where Momo, she points out, Lilith points out to Momo that she's holding her upside down. And Momo's like, I thought this was the right <laughs> way, way around you. Uh, so, yeah, they go inside. Uh, we get a comment that uh, the ancestor just looks like, uh, what's the phrase? The fighting uh, game Palette swap, is it? Palette swap, yeah. Or color swap. swap or something. Yeah. yeah. Of um, 
of Shabiko, and then Shabiko points out, well, if she's the first one, I'm more of a palette swap of her. Um, mm, mm. And so the training is Dynasty Warriors. Yep. Uh, I've, I've poured all of my feelings of being left alone as a little idol that you leave in the corner of the room or sometimes throw into the horizon. And I've taken all those feelings, built up over just this summer, and turned them into dummies that you can beat up one after the other. Yes. Apparently uh, she feels lonely quite a lot because she has, she has 3,000 of these things, I think it is, or something ridiculous. Uh, yes, 30, it's 30,000, it turns out. 30,000, okay, my bad. Yeah, uh, Yeah. so Shamiko's expending too much energy, so Lilith tells the little sister, go and give your big sister some advice. And so she suggests that, why do you imagine a sword that can disintegrate a continent? Um, mm. And she can't. So then she suggests, well, why don't you just try and imagine some of the weapons from the video games you like? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so she does. She imagines a variety of role-playing game wands and staffs, of which the most powerful is the snack staff. Yeah, because that replenishes you and still damages them somehow. I'm not yes. sure how that's working, but okay. Well, Lily feels that the, the main cure for loneliness must be to eat snacks. Um, <laughs> uh and uh, yeah, so yeah, she manages to get through all thirty thousand. Well done. Let's return to the real world, and now we're back in the real world. Lynn's going to show a new ability she's learnt: uh, telephotography, where she can hmm. transfer an image of herself into a digital camera, and then you can the print sister, that out. The little sister had brought a, a yep. picture in, and wanting to take a picture with the ancestor. It's like, yeah, but that's just that's just a dream of your camera. That's not yes. really your camera. But I can do spirit photography now, so. Yeah, you can totally see a cute picture of me and you can hang it on the wall and it's like I think that's gonna give people the wrong idea when it's put up beside the, <laughs> the grandparents and shit. Uh but, but it yeah. turns out it's just like a uh, paranormal activity style haunted a image. A haunted photograph, yeah. 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 Uh, so I think that was the punchline, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Good There's a book of funny stuff. The look on the little sister's face when they're getting ready to go into the dreamland of like Big beatific smile with her eyes closed, tucked mm. in bed. Uh, meanwhile, me cans complaining that she's having to do her homework when everyone else is going to sleep next door. Because like, she thought she didn't have to do homework yes. because she's transferring to this school. It's like, well, that means the homework doesn't carry over. It's like, no, it, it actually does carry over. Uh, yeah, because that was the actual punchline was that me had fallen asleep um, mm. as the other pair were waking up. Uh, yeah. It, couple of stories uh so they it hung together more as an episode this week than it did last uh, even if the title confused you for a second <laughs> it did it did once, uh, once i realized oh that's just the second half the dojo mm. the ultimate weapon sorted um not enough tapia that's probably my only criticism um yeah that's true then we've got i'm kadama kawashiri the dissolute life of a dangerous life hacker episode 18 the cognitive shuffle as we get a secret technique to get yourself to sleep. Is this the first bit of actually good advice? Because th- this seems like it would work a little, right? Possibly, but mm. do you have a really annoying voiced creature inside your brain <laughs> pulling out the leads of your consciousness? I don't know. I, I haven't like felt my the what, the power breakers of my brain being shut down one after the other, but apparently it's pretty fun. Um, so I might have to give that a go. Name right. every word you can think of, beginning with pick a letter of the alphabet. Hmm. Okay. 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 Well, yeah, maybe if I'm desperate, I'll give it a go. 
Then it's Kaguya-sama, Love is War, Ultra Romantic, Episode 11. Miyuki Shiragani wants to make her confess, Part 4. Tsubami Kayasu wants to say no, and Miyuki Shiragani wants to make her confess, Part 5. Right, so I'm trying to remember everything that happened. Um, it's day two of the Culture Festival. Um, so basically, the main... The, uh, part, part 4... Um, <laughs> wants to make her confess part four um is she's going in to see um the president uh, in the i want to call it balloon animal balloon art uh exhibition where she's going to try and get him to make a heart for her um so he will be giving her a heart thereby cementing any future romantic entanglements because that's how it works um and she's like this is pretty good but I, she can't ask for her heart so she has to like okay it can't be alive it can't be this kind of thing so she specifies everything but it has to be the color red or pink you know that and it's like and he's like how about a heart and she's like that'll do that that fits all my criteria that works um so but the problem is that she realizes later that she didn't actually look at the price listing um if you want to get a heart done you have to give the other person a heart so she would have to give him the heart keyring that she's been keeping on him to give him just in case. But then that would be her admitting defeat. So, you know, runs off, doesn't manage to get that done. Uh, second part is um, Suana's kind of like, I don't know how to handle this confession uh, from Yui. Uh, so she's going to ask uh, uh, Kaguya for advice because she's great and people must confess to her the whole fucking time. And Kaguya has picked up entirely the wrong situation where it's like, oh, someone confessed to her. I'm going to help out my bro by saying, no, fucking shut him down and shut him down hard. Um, and then she realizes it is the very person she's trying to protect. And she's like, no, actually, you should probably like hear him out and maybe like definitely go out with him. It's like, give me fucking mixed vibes here. And they watch um, the uh, her, our pink haired girl um, kind of shut down a dude by just being a fucking weirdo, which is, I guess that's one way of working. The guy doesn't seem too perturbed by it. But she insists to Kaguya that uh, she, I, I've got a good way of, I, I'm going to talk to him behind the bleachers or whatever. Uh, she, he seems delighted by this because she assumes, he assumes she's going to reciprocate, but she's like, I'm going to end it there. You won't have to console him. Don't worry about it. So I assume she's going to manage to, She's kind of looking at him now. I was like, I don't really know him well enough to go out with him, but maybe I should get to know him. And so it'll be, it may be like a deferred answer rather than a thing. But we don't know yet because she's not saying no. She's not saying yes. But um, I guess we're going to find out next episode. And then uh, the third part is the part five of the wants to confess. And they're kind of going around the like basically uh, she were going to ask her around um, the culture festival like a date. He doesn't seem very perturbed by this. People are talking. He doesn't care. And she's like, won't people think we're going out? And he's like, so? I don't care. Okay. You want to go to the fortune teller who tells only salacious sexual harassment fucking things where they're just like, oh yeah, based on my readings of this, you'll be great in bed as a wife. Um, just like fucking weird um, things. But um, he's not perturbed by any of that shit. Or very slightly. Um it's all going very well. All of their various friends are distracted by their own bullshit, <laughs> which is uh, all kinds of fun, where she's like, oh, no, not this fucking asshole. They're going to ruin this good time I'm having with the president. And then they just veer off and do their own fucking thing. So the gods are on our side. Everything's working out. Shirogana says, hey, come back to the fucking the, um, the student council office. I got a thing I need to show you. And she's like, oh, fuck, is he going to fucking confess? And he's like, I want you to check out this. 
and she's like okay i'll read this what is this like a written confession kind of thing and there's like he's like yeah um because she's like oh maybe next year we can do the culture festival like this again because this was really nice today was really nice and he's like yeah i won't be able to do it next year because i'm uh skipping ahead of grade and i'm going to stanford next year this is my last year at school dun 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 cliffhanger <laughs> uh yeah it's, you it's, one more episode is that right yeah, and I think it's like an hour long, so uh, uh, <laughs> I hear it's a like a double length or longer uh, thing, so that should be fun. It, I mean, this one was already like packed full. And, I'll, um, t- I'll tuck yeah. myself in then as you and I'll explain it to me. Um. <laughs> I, we'll try and get through it a little quicker, I hope. Um, we'll see how we manage. Uh, then we've got Dragon Quest, The Adventure of Die, episode 82, The Successor of Justice. Who is the successor of Justice, you might ask? It's Leona. Yeah, sometimes, uh, it, I, I think I was saying to you, or you, or you sent it to me, like, it's a good example of the big sister trope and how that's a necessary kind of role to be, like, the, the adult in the fucking room sometimes. Yes. Yeah. Because essentially, uh, Di, Pop, and Mom are like, ooh, that missed Vern, we're going to stay here and beat you up because you're insulting our master. And we're going to beat you up, and you're going to tell us how to get him out from where Kilvern's gone. And then Leona shows up and says, no, you won't. We like, Leave that guy alone. We're going to go up those stairs, and we're going to fight uh, Vern. Because my job here is to make sure Die is in one piece before he gets to fight Vern. That's the job of the rest of the hero's parody, to make sure the hero lasts to the final boss. That's it. Yeah, and we get a flashback of... Uh, Avan explaining this and flashbacks within that flashback of when he was going up to Hadlar and seeing sort of his party. And it was this point I was like, oh, yeah, he kind of uses this at the end of um, uh, Kiyoruga, um, the author does, um, where they mm. literally push him through to the enemy base <laughs> in the very last episode. And I was like, okay, that's a good thing. And I like the, it's, whether they'll do it here or it's just going to be push, 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 get die to the boss. And I was like, this is a thing One Piece does not do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was, a but... some pu- there was some pushing in the most recent arc, but it tends to be everybody pair off against somebody else and then yeah, Luffy yeah. wander around until he bumps into the villain. Uh, or that someone will be like held up before they can fight the person that they need to fight, like you said, yeah. to pair off properly. Yeah. yeah. It, it never quite feels like everybody moving together as a team and then people being left one behind one by one to fight somebody. Um, oh, to be fair, in One Piece, it is more often like giant teams against giant teams. I, whereas I remember, in this, it's like one guy shows up, we have to fight that one guy. Next guy shows up. Was yeah. Bleach like that in the first big arc where they have to go and rescue Rukia? Uh, there was a few pairing off between guys, yeah. Yeah, because they start off as a team, don't they? And I think yeah. it's only uh, your boy at the end. Mm. Uh, I'm going to have to learn all these names again when it's back in October. Um, <laughs> there was a good chance I won't have any time to watch it, so maybe I don't need mm. to worry about it. And I do know how it ends, because I've read the ending. It's just the bit mm. in the middle I've not read. Um <laughs> I've read as far as I got to in well no, I went I went a bit further than the anime did. I think yeah. I went through the second big arc in Bleach after the the first rescue arc. I think I got through the second rescue arc 
And then I realized, are they only, are they only going to be doing rescue arcs of the female characters in this comic? Do I really need to read it? <sighs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, which thankfully is not a thing that uh, this show does. Uh, mm, if now, anything, like the, the initial thing of the, the heroes party kind of wanted to go, that we want to beat up this guy because he's a jerk. And, you know, it's just like, nah, we're not doing that. If Papa Mam, you can stay here and fight that guy. And that'll give us time to just, you know, skip ahead to the final boss. So that's fine. And so but um, up, obviously, like, Miss Fern is kind of like brilliant. I can torture you so yeah. that the hero is going to have to turn around. They're, they're still running up the stairs because it's, it's going to take you an inordinate amount of time to climb up those stairs. Um, <laughs> Deceptively tall, yeah, yeah. Yes, either that or the action is all happening a lot quicker than it is actually on screen. Yeah, quite probably. Because uh, yes, they, the mom and pop think they're doing pretty well. They think they they think they they like she's like oh I, we saw he's got a human face under that hood so we gotta keep use him distracted fist, use my mm-hmm. fist we'll break off his mantle that'll stop him being protected from your spells so pop throwing off a shitload of the weakest form of explosion spell and he's like this is a weak form this is barely worth dodging he's like yeah it's a distraction dipshit and getting mom in close enough to land one on his cheek but it's not enough he traps nope. them and what are they going to do how are they going to survive what's die gonna do he hears his friends screaming in pain but then a figure appears sun behind him so you can't quite make out who he is even though we the oh we can make out the armor though it's it's, it's clear who it is yes and Mm. mom's like uncle and uh yes spear is thrown they're rescued and then they see it's not a uncle it's a guy who last time Popsy saw him was trying to kill him. <laughs> I mean, like he did die honorably after Pop after he tried to kill Pop, but yeah, other than that, um, Pop isn't too pleased to see this guy. Understandably, yeah. And also, what does it mean about <laughs> a young couple? But he has saved them. He definitely has saved them. Saved them. Mm. Um, so uh, that's going to be fun what the conversation between those three is and uh, I guess them beating up uh, Mist Vern and I assume a bunch of other people close behind once they've eaten some food <laughs> I yeah, assume yeah. that healing food will work well it was not just food it was some other it was any healing stuff they'd got I assume it will work on him now that him is alive and mm. not just a uh, automaton I, I guess, because he has aura and shit. Yes, so, I assume if you got aura... Whether that means he has a digestive tract, I don't fucking know. But yeah, it's, it's magic. It's probably fine. Yeah. I assume he's going to be along with Crocodile and the animals. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just Chiu and um, Gomechan. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, like, it's it's the, it's the beast. Did Mr. Beast come with them as well? Mr. Beast came with them yes. as well, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like that guy literally has magical healing. Yeah, so we're and, they, and they sent the flying guys back, didn't they? So it's just, mm. yeah. So, yeah, it's the top Animal commandos or beast commandos, <laughs> yeah, uh, and Chew. Uh, I assume Chew will do something amazing at some point. Um, mm. Well, he's got uh, a pants full of healing items. That's going to come in yes, handy. He will fulfil mm. his role as the new Usopp, uh, or the <laughs> I guess the original Usopp. Well, I guess Pop uh, actually the... no, he's the second one. Pop is yes. the original. Yeah, yes. you're right. You're right. Pop is the original Usopp. Chew is the replacement Usopp, and mm. Usopp is the uh, the. The Usopp. Um, <laughs> he's the uh, uh, he's the pop of One Piece. Uh, it's taken him a lot longer to become a brave warrior. Mm. 
Um, it's it, it's really good. It's it seems like not much kind of happens, but it it manages to clip along really well as as usual. Like it it uses its time very well. Yeah, they make it clear the only way Avon can get back is by is if one of them's people. dead. Mm. Um, I'm still not 100 percent sure how the fuck you kill Kilvern because we've seen him be sliced every fucking which way nearly, but and he's still come back from it. But it was always the little. Um, guy was there with him. Yeah, so. the little guy's not in that thing with him, is it? So seemingly not. No, no. Uh, we will see what's up with that at mm, some point, mm. no doubt. Um, hey, we're in the final fifth now. <laughs> <laughs> how? I don't understand how there's so much left. Oh well. Uh, <laughs> just imagine. Well, it's not going to be like that with One Piece, is it? Because when One Piece ends in the comic. The element would be like a year behind, so yeah, it'd be barely behind. Mm. Mm. There we go. Uh, next up on the list is oh, the last thing on the list it's Spy Family episode 11, Stella. Mm. Uh, an episode which I was like, I rewatched it because I was like, surely that couldn't be any, the only things which happened in the episode. I was like, oh no, that was the only things which happened in the episode. <laughs> So there's some more training. It kind of just lengthens out the jokes, basically. Yeah, yeah it's like training montages as they're trying to get figure out what can Anya possibly win Estella at. Um, and the answer and is... And she is a small, stupid child, so not yes. much, no. Uh, yeah, who is one it's year... Not, it's not that she's stupid, it's just that she's not academically good. Yes. She's not good at sports. She's not good... What are the other things she can possibly yeah. do? She's at least a year younger than they think she is as well. Yeah, probably else at, school. At, the, at least. Yeah. Um, so, what she, can she do? Well, it, it, community service. Can she do that? That's the way to mm. get Stella. Is apparently it's community service, uh, and then we get like some things. Which I, I did like Twilight's constant thing of um, going. The his his bosses expect her to have the the six stars in, within four months or four something. Months, yes, some ridiculous time scale. And he's just like. This is fine. Everything's fine. As she's failing every single uh, thing that she could possibly earn a cell star for. Yeah. Yeah, including community service. <laughs> she's terrible <laughs> at that as well. But I love the way she's bad at them. Like, because the, the montage is, is is one thing, but the, the way she's bad at them, the way a child would be, is like, here, sort out these books in the library. And she just ends up reading comics. Because it's like, yeah, exactly. I mean, like, I fucking, get, when I'm sorting out my own bookshelves, I end up doing that. So it's fine. Uh, it, it's it's just a really very good. She is a small child. This is why she's not good at any of these things. And yeah, a uh, child falls into the deep end of the physio physical therapy pool, and she hears hmm. his cries for help via her psychic abilities. And it, it's so well done that she can't say there's a child drowning because there's no way she could explain that. And if she gets outed that she has psychic powers, she could get in. Trouble, or she's afraid she could get in trouble or disowned or ruin the family. And it's just like, so a child's mind trying to figure out, how do I save this child without sounding like I'm crazy or give away that I'm psychic? And be stupid is actually the solution to the thing. <laughs> just say, I'm going to go swimming now. Um, and yes, I'm going to get a cell star for swimming, runs to the, the physiotherapy pool. Yeah. Yeah. Dives in and then they both have to be saved by Lloyd. Um, Hmm. But because she drew attention to the drowning child, and she's like, "Oh, Lloyd's like mm, children are very perceptive." She's like, "I saw the bubbles." <laughs> yes, uh, 
And also, I suspect the hospital doesn't want anybody to think that they were negligent in yeah. supervising a uh, child by a swimming pool. Um, it's it's a very like you can kind of forgive your one because obviously she leaves the kid to go off into the boys' changing room, uh, the physiotherapist for him. Um, but he was just checking out the pool and he slipped in because obviously he was on a crutch and it's a swimming pool; it's automatically slippy anyway. Um, yes. Yeah, it's an under. It's not. They're super negligent, but obviously, yeah, they would like to go. Like, yeah, okay, you you did great, kid. Good job. Yes. But in this freak accident that could have been easily prevented. And so she's the first of their year to get a Stella, and so now you must address her as Starlight Adia. <laughs> she is uh, super smug about it. I mean, like uh, she did save a kid's life. A little bit understandable that she should be proud, but she's she's really rubbing it in, basically. Yes, and she's wearing the badge to school every day. Um, Mm-hmm. And then so some kids are bad mouthing her, and Damien's not having any of it though. He chastises them because they're like, "Oh, she must have cheated to get it," or they bribe the school yes. to get it, or you know. And he's like, "You think this school is so fucking stupid that they'd fall for that kind of shit? This is a fucking quality ass <laughs> school. I want to be smirched the good name of this school. Nothing to do with Anya or anything. No, sorry, I don't think she's the fucking the stars in the sun. No way, Jose." Hmm. <laughs> um. Yes, and he was like, "What would he?" Be? Yeah, because he's he's annoyed, but yeah, he's also protecting her a little bit as well. Yes, and then, yeah. and then his two hedge children are like, "What a guy! <laughs> <laughs> what a manly man! A man's man!" Yeah, um, it's pretty um, great. And then Becky's like, uh, they're discussing like what her reward would be. You should get a reward for doing so. And then we learn like, like Becky gets rewards for like doing the mildest of things. <laughs> She is spoiled rotten, yes. basically. Yeah. But, but she actually yes. somehow was a good kid. Mm. Uh, Adia's first choice is... Well, first choice is peanuts. You should have something mm. more than peanuts. Okay, then a castle. Uh, <laughs> castle might be a bit A little, little smaller. A year's, a year's supply yeah. of peanuts is like doable, but you could go a little higher. Because that's just buy a bag of peanuts every day. That's that's pretty easy. Yes. And then Becky mentions, mentions her dog. And then that's the uh, thing she wants, is a dog. And that Puts the uh, fear of God into your, or fear of dog, into your, because uh, she's absolutely terrified of dogs. It would seem uh, she's well. She knows how deadly a dog can be. Yes, right? I assume dogs. she's killed many a guard dog <laughs> yeah. in her career as an assassin. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so she's imagining uh, coming home and finding Anya being eaten by a dog. Um, Whereas me and my Lloyd's kind of like, just like, oh yeah, a dog would be good defending the home. He's imagined this over-muscled fucking ridiculous... Oh, I think I've skipped past the best bit though, which is oh. Anya's imagination of her achieving oh, world peace. She gets, she gets two different fucking ways of achieving world peace um, and her voicing everyone else in the cast, That's including the, the character we haven't seen yet, um, yes. is fantastic. Yeah, it, it, That was such a great choice of the voice actress doing impressions of all the other characters mm, um, mm. as you say including the dad who we've not heard talk yet um, <laughs> just what Anya assumes he will sound like and I mean like what she assumes her dad sounds like is also incorrect yes. but it's her point of view so yeah yeah I think that's the funniest thing they've done in the show so far I was yeah I, I I have checked out some of the the dubs that they put up because I was curious as to the English French and German kind of ones um and none of them are nearly half as good as the Japanese one. It's like, oh, that that scene isn't going to work as nearly half as funnily on those ones, I feel, unfortunately. Um, yeah, so they're going to pick out a dog, a small one, but then we have a cutscene 
to a mysterious laboratory where dogs are being, I guess, mistreated. Yeah, just a really shitty fucking dog pound by the look of it, by by the layout of it. And yeah. um, I think they get they get if, the impression it's a laboratory by what they call yes. the dogs. Um, oh, but just, just kind of like the way it's done. I, I've seen a particularly nasty, yes. um, yeah, kennel, not even a kennel, a dog pound. And when they're let fucking go, they're just shy. I hope that place is shut down. Um, <laughs> but if the bit with a child drowning didn't upset you, this one's going to upset you. You're going to get upset at some point during this episode. <laughs> anyway. But there is a dog there who has a brief vision of our main characters, mm. and that causes the dog to stand upright. And mm. you'll have to wait till next season to see more of this dog because we're not going to go straight oh. to that storyline yet. I look forward to the dog, but I get why they're just doing like a an un- completely unrelated episode next yeah. time as a as a finale. Yeah, yeah, because they've only got one episode left this season, and they won't fit that mm-hmm. entire storyline in one episode. They'd do it a disservice if they did, so yeah. that's fair. So, yeah, they're doing like one of the extra chapters from the volume. Uh, I think it was the... Where... They go to the zoo, is it? Yeah, or... they go to the Penguin Park, I think it's called. Yes, that was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's from the first volume of the manga. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's what we're getting instead next week. Yep, should be a delight. And that's it. That is your lot. We'll be back next week with Niall. Uh, so you can pair off explaining an hours long Kaguya-sama. We're going to have to try and like condense that shit because yeah, it's easy to get lost in the fucking weeds. I for... also need to check whether, where that Dr. Stone is on. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. next week as well. We, that's two hour long things to talk. Oh, Jesus. Right. Yeah. Separate podcast nearly. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was next week or the following week because there's the tie-in ex- new chapter in Shonen mm-hmm. Jump as well. Um, and I can't remember if that, that was announced for... It must. I think that might be next week. So I think we might only have, like, Dr. Stone special, 10th of July. I have plenty of time, so we, that's, it's a while before ah. we have to worry about that. And I suspect I suspect we're going to have plenty of time. Uh, yeah, are those yeah. episodes an hour long each? I haven't checked it out. I've briefly checked out yeah. the start of the first episode. Um, oh, okay. I mean, it it really feels like a late nineties, early two thousands OVA, but with more CG. In that oh. it's it's spy stuff with people who inexplicably have superpowers. I'm uh, fine with that. Yeah. Yes, they are double length episodes. They're all like there's only six episodes, uh, and they're all like uh, three quarters of an hour. So that makes okay. them even more like OVAs. So it's really an OVA series. In the year 2022. I mean, that just makes it even more retro, like the yes, like the rest of it, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's going to be fun having this representing the end of the 90s, because I think that was when the comic was coming out, certainly when the film came out, and Bastard mm-hmm. representing the start of the 90s, or <laughs> which, of course, starts... The start of the 90s is 1986. Uh, that's the start of the that's first right. 90s. And, um, and then the next yeah. night is starts around. I guess, do you want to say it starts with Evangelion or does it start once things start reacting to Evangelion? Oh, yeah, I, I think you can say the starting point is Evangelion and then I feel everything like reacting to it after that, is fun. That's also kind yeah. of like the point when all the Britpop bands get big. So I feel like 95 is a good start for, for the, the second night is starts. Mm, um, mm. Uh, <laughs> What a Can you believe nonsense. it's the 90s again? Man, fucking look at the time. 
<laughs> how quickly it goes. <sighs> uh, yeah, so that should be a lot of fun. Um, I think, like, I think I saw Paul say, like, the first episode covers everything which was in the Manga Mania uh, that they mm. published in Manga Mania, which I think covers everything in. Oh no, no, no maybe the second second episode as well. Because that's the Noah's Ark. That's definitely that was definitely there as well. So I think the first two episodes might cover what was published in English and what was in the movie. Um, but yeah, I, I remember liking the comic of Spriggan, and mm. also Read or Die has a lot of that stuff as well. Of like, it's a spy story, but people With have got powers. superpowers. Hmm. So you um, get some weird uh, matching ups of superpowers or uses of yeah. them. Yeah. Um, which I guess is Metal Gear Solid as well, to a degree. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Except for the main guy's power is sneaks. Sneaks, I but I mean, there's a psychic there, so. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. Well, yeah, what I'm What's saying is the guy you yeah. played doesn't really have powers. He just has a pocket full of shit that he can mess with. Yeah, he does. Gadgets, I big, suppose. Big, he can fit a lot of things in those pockets because um, mm. it wasn't a modern game where they're like, you can only carry two weapons. <laughs> you have to choose carefully. Uh, mm. uh, righty ho that is that we'll be back next week ta-ta for now Oi. right uh, stream stop. held up my internet held up yep yep uh, let me stop the recording uh, that's my one stopped